this gospel passage in the readings this weekend, specifically this particular gospel passage, as it launches out with this message of, of hating mother and father, wife, husband, children, brothers and sisters, has always been one of those gospel passages, to be honest, that for my younger life, up until my early religious life, I've just chosen to kind of ignore. Because it's hard and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand because it, it doesn't, you know, actually I had some monks back when I was in the monastery who after the priest, after they would proclaim this particular gospel passage, they would, and all the, the lot of drama, would sit there and after talking about, and unless you can renounce all of your possessions, you cannot be my disciple. The good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm irritated because I'm like, what's good about that? What's easy about that? El Evangelio de hoy, en español, tenemos un, una palabra que es bien diferente que tenemos en inglés. En inglés escuchamos hate. Hate para su madre, su padre, su esposa, los hijos. Pero en español tenemos la palabra prefiere. Es un poco diferente. Pero Padre Rick, Padre Rick me dijo antes la misa de hoy, en la lengua antigua durante el tiempo de Jesús, ellos no tienen un, una palabra para prefiere. Es solamente amor y odio. Es los dos extraños. Entonces, es muy, muy ayudable para entender que Jesús quiere decir algo, una preferencia es más como Él entiende para este Evangelio. Pero en los, yo no tuve la palabra de prefiere. Yo simplemente, uh, simplemente tuve hate and the love of God. Hate and love. Y después años, siguiendo Jesús, following Jesus, little by little, poco a poco, I'm going to find that the gospel passage, just as it was proclaimed to us today, is absolutely true. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's what I'd like to explain. One of the reasons why this gospel passage, this call to, you know, love God more than our mothers and fathers, more than our spouse or our children, is because this is the greatest advice we can be given with the difficulties of life. But we live in a, we live in a culture Vivimos en una cultura que dice, si tienes un, un sueños grandes, con una disciplina pueden recibir los regalos. If you dream big and you work hard, you can have whatever you are going after. We hear that from we're little kids. And sometimes it's true. But along the way, 
things are going to get changed up. Life is going to throw us situations that we aren't going to have as a part of our plan. And that's where that first reading, whereas our plans cause confusion, our plans sometimes we give such a high regard to and a lot of energy to and it causes us to fall. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, just in my own life, you know, in this, this past week has been an example of why this gospel passage is so incredibly important. Two days ago, I visited Joanne Vaness, one of our dearly beloved parishioners here, and, and George, her husband. Joanne was very near death. And I went to go and pray the prayers of the commendation of the dying. And after we got done praying, and after, you know, Joanne was sitting there, and we're basically, I'm giving her permission to go. To sit there and be able to have that conversation with George. And for George to sit there and look at me and say, I think it's time for me to let her go. This gospel makes sense in that context. Because we have to love God so much. And he's got to be so much bigger then our personal problem at the moment, our biggest pain at the moment, that we're even willing to give him the love of our life. To give him the love of our life. Put them in his hands. That's beautiful. And you know, and sometimes I sit there and I think, you know, as we're, as we're watching football on Sunday, there's these commercials that come up that help us figure out our retirement. And, you know, and we, we got these plans and we all have our plans. And, you know, we, we kind of, you, you take care of the kids. You get the kids off to college. You've done that. Box is checked. You're doing a great job. All of a sudden, you're sitting there going, all right, we're getting close to that retirement. You're making sure that your funds are squared away. And all of a sudden, you're sitting there and you're going, all right, this is what our retirement's going to look like. You know, we're going to probably maybe downsize a little bit. We're going to travel more. All these other things. That's exactly what my sister and brother-in-law were going through when all of a sudden we found out two years ago and my mom's got dementia and she's starting to head downhill pretty quickly. And my sister's first response for like a week was, no! That is not my plan! That is not my plan! And I sit there and I, as I work with so many other people, so many people in the, in the, in the Reconciliation Chapel will sit there and, and bemoan the fact that their plan, God is not following their plan. And they're hanging on to this plan. Wondering why God's not giving up. What's, why life is changing this. And then I saw... And only after about a week, my sister start letting go of her plan. And when she started letting go of her plan, she started talking about a new normal. A new normal for all of us. 
she'd say, Sean, this is going to change all of our lives. We all have to change now. We all have to make adjustments. And I would see her as she let go of that plan become such an amazing servant. She offers my mom and dad so much dignity and care. It's amazing. I never knew my sister to have so much patience. Never knew it. Never saw it. She's a tough girl. And yet, she looks more today, like she's in a way that she's never looked before, like a disciple of Jesus Christ. When we hear in the gospel, Tomas, you propia cruz. Take up your, your cross. Pick it up. And follow me. If we're not willing to pick up the particular crosses God has places in our life, we are always going to feel lost. But the beauty of it is, is that if we pick it up, and we follow him, when I start losing hope, he renews hope. I'm with him. When I start figuring out how to carry it, he coaches me up in how to carry it. And as he coaches me up in how to carry it, I start learning little by little how to help you carry yours. And the importance of me having to sometimes, as a spiritual leader, encouraging you to pick up yours. Pick it up. It's not going away. Pick it up and follow him. See, this gospel passage is a love story. And it places that commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your soul in front. And when we sit there and we, you know, I, I love this particular reading from St. Paul to Philemon. When you hear that letter, this letter we need to remember. Recuerden que la carta de San Pablo, escrito de carcel. Pero no parece como él estuvo lleno de tristeza. This is not a letter when we hear this being proclaimed written with a ton of sadness. Oh, I'm in jail and I'm suffering so much. No. St. Paul picks up his cross and writes a letter to his friend. And that letter was a love letter. A letter talking about his heart and how filled it is, and how blessed he is, and how there's the only sadness there is is that his buddy, who was once a slave, has this opportunity now to be free. And he got there, and he is there, because he's hanging onto his cross and following. 
the one who loves him the most. We all have our plan. And the plans aren't always necessarily wrong or bad, and our dreams aren't bad. But in order to be a disciple, we always have to remember and maintain an openness. Un capacidad for un cambio, for a change. That sometime we may want something so bad and we're going to hang on to it. At some point, every single one of us will be asked to let it go and to pick up what's waiting for us. There are days where I might not have the strength to do that. There are days where you may not have the strength to do that. But when we finally are able, and we encourage each other and help each other to pick it up, and we walk with each other, we will see something beautiful, something true, something lovely. And we will be able to carry it with joy. And it will, we will be heading in the direction of the one who loves us the most. So my brothers and sisters, whatever your cross may be, or a cross that a loved one that you know is currently looking at, I pray and I ask you to join me to pray that they will pick it up. They will pick it up and they will follow the one who can help them carry it. It's a beautiful thing to be a disciple of Christ. And if we are able to do that, like St. Paul, we will do it with joy.